From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday, the 27th of July, 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including Johnson's admissions surrounding a former KGB agent and Biden potentially rewriting economics. We'll also be answering today's big question. Just what is happening with China's wolf warrior style of diplomacy? As well as discussing why Piers Morgan's talk TV show is flawed. But first, an earthquake hits the Philippines. A powerful seven magnitude earthquake has left at least four people dead and dozens injured in the northern Philippines this morning. The quake struck Luzon, the country's most populous island, and damaged buildings as well as triggering landslides. The Philippine State Seismology Agency warned that aftershocks were expected but did not issue any tsunami warnings as the quake was detected inland. Philippines President Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. said, We are assuring a quick response to those in need and affected by this calamity. He will visit the affected areas once given the all-clear so as not to disrupt the emergency response. Earlier this month, Johnson admitted to a Commons committee that he had, whilst Foreign Secretary, made a trip to a castle in Perugia, Italy, owned by Evgeny, now Lord Lebedev, the owner of the Evening Standard and son of former KGB agent Alexander Lebedev. The existence of that trip, however, wasn't new. But Johnson confirmed to the committee that he had indeed met, as suspected, Evgeny's father, Alexander, the ex-KGB agent. Johnson has since written back to the committee with more detail, in which he states that officials were aware of his attendance and that he did not take ministerial papers with him. Johnson added that he did not travel with civil servants or security officials as it was a private social occasion. But what's really got him in hot water is a single sentence. As far as I'm aware, no government business was discussed, which has raised questions as to what Johnson means by that qualifier. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. The former president of Burkina Faso, Blaise Compaoré, has apologised to the country and asked for forgiveness for the acts he may have committed during his tenure. In particular, Compare apologised to the family of the country's popular former leader, Sankara, a Marxist revolutionary who was murdered in the 1987 coup that brought Compare, Sankara's then-deputy, to power. He went on to rule for 27 years before being deposed and fleeing to the Ivory Coast in 2014. In April this year, he was sentenced in absentia to life imprisonment for complicity in Sankara's murder. Compare has always denied involvement in murder, and even in his apology letter, he took no responsibility for it. Compare returned from exile to Burkina Faso despite his conviction for a couple of days earlier this month for a summit by the ruling military authorities. His brief return to the country without being arrested sparked protest and public outrage. It's been a particularly difficult time for Russian diplomacy at the moment, which makes sense considering they've literally invaded a country. This makes international projects, such as the International Space Station, quite, well, awkward at the moment. It seems that the Russian solution to this is to just pull out of the project and create their own space station, 
saying today that they plan to withdraw from the ISS in 2024 and then subsequently work on building their own orbital outpost. According to Yuri Borisov, the head of the Russian Space Corporation, the Russians will meet all of their obligations to other partners before they leave the project in 2024. The US has already signaled discontent with how Russia is acting in regard to the withdrawal, as they've claimed they've heard nothing official from Russia yet. Irrespective of this though, the US is currently exploring options for mitigating the impact of a Russian withdrawal from the ISS. Moving to the US now, where it seems that Biden's administration, in the eyes of some, is attempting to rewrite economics. Ahead of the publication of figures on economic growth during the second quarter of the year, the White House and National Bureau of Economic Research have begun to push back on talk that the US is entering a recession. Normally speaking, most economic analysts and international bodies define a recession as two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth, i.e. two quarters where the economy has shrunk. But not, it seems, the White House. In a blog post last week and press conference this week, the White House has stressed that a recession is more than the standard definition, but a significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy. Their argument is that as unemployment is falling, the US isn't entering a recession, despite the numbers suggesting that technically it might be. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want more, including our discussion of China's Wolf Warrior Diplomacy and Piers Morgan's Talk TV show, then watch the extended edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.